Thank you for joining us for the Advancing Oceanside podcast, brought to you by the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce. The Advancing Oceanside podcast hosts business and community leaders from all industries to help inform, better educate, and ultimately advocate for a prosperous economic climate here in Oceanside. hope that in the future and as we move towards our future, we can be aware of all these wonderful things that have happened that were because of change. So rather than fearing change, maybe embrace it and see see what we can become when we are taking action to be innovative together, whether it's watching what happens at NCTD's transit station with that huge new development or looking at innovations in technology, access to technology. I think that there's there's a lot that can be done if we celebrate change and look towards the future. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Today we are so excited to welcome Haley Wansley. Haley is a senior account manager at Intessa Communications Group and is also currently serving as the Oceanside Chamber's board chair. Intessa Communications Group is a San Diego-based strategic communications and government relations firm focused on doing their best work for the clients they believe in. At Intessa, Haley oversees the projects here in North County and serves a variety of other government relations and community outreach clients. She is just an incredible woman and a great leader who is passionate about creating the best future for North County and is so happy to call Oceanside her home. This interview was recorded back in March, which we all know is Women's History Month. So Haley discusses what it's like to be a young female leader who is heavily involved in the world of politics. She shares what keeps her motivated, some tips for young professionals, reasons to surround yourself with those who uplift you, and just packs so much knowledge and inspiration into this 20-minute segment. And now that we've got excited for you to see what's to come, here's our host, Chamber CEO, Scott Ashton. Hello and welcome to the Advancing Oceanside podcast. My name is Scott Ashton. I'm your host. And today I am excited to have with us Haley Wansley. Um, Haley is a senior account manager with Intessa Communications Group. And she is also the 2021 uh, chair of the Oceanside Chamber Board of Directors, um, which makes her one of my bosses. So I'm going to be on my absolute best behavior during this interview with my boss. And uh, so Haley, welcome. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. This is, I feel like more pressure as your boss, but I don't think of it like that. So Haley, we're, we're so glad to have you with us. We're so glad to have you as, as our chair of the board uh, for this year. And we're going to talk about a, a bunch of different things today, but tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, uh, how you got interested and started in, in politics. Okay, sure. Um, that's, Rewind 10 years, you know, I would never have predicted I would be in politics. I was raised in a family where we didn't talk politics. Um, We weren't told to think one way or another. It was all about, you know, your independence. And so I thought I would end up teaching. But after I was in college, I, I felt like I learned so much and there was so much more to the world to experience before maybe I go into teaching 10 years from now, but I felt like I needed to gain some real world experience before I I shared that with with students. So I was lucky enough to get an internship at the County of San Diego right out of college and started with County Supervisor Bill Horn's office and ended up working my way up through various roles um, for six and a half years. So I was his director of community affairs and I did economic development and military and veteran policy outreach and just 
got to know the world of government and how much I loved it, which is crazy. Um, and then now, most recently, I joined Intesa three years ago now and went to the private side to specialize in our clients and projects for North County. So we operate across San Diego County, City of San Diego, and also nationwide. But my uh, bread and butter is, is North County. So it's exciting to take what I learned at the county and learning how to navigate kind of that bureaucratic government side of things to affect change where we live up here in, in North County in Oceanside. And I, I do remember those days of you sitting in our conference room uh, at our Emerging Issues Forum and giving the updates from Supervisor Horn's office. You always did a great job with that. And I guess I could pretty certainly say that you did not expect that one day you would be the chair of the board of the chamber, did you? No, I, I absolutely did not. But what an honor it is and what a time to be chair in the middle of a pandemic. But I think that our board has really blossomed and grown and it's it's been a fun year. I'm excited and I'm excited about the months to come. Absolutely. So can you tell our listeners a little bit more about Intessa and the, the work that, that your company does? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Intessa is a PR, so public relations and government relations firm. And we like to say that we do our best work when we're working for clients that we believe in. So we're actually really selective about who we do work for because we we view our clients as extended members of the Intessa family and we want to really believe in their mission. So we do everything from, you know, small lobbying projects to large scale lobbying projects to big PR and media trainings. Um, facilitate meetings and help clients in a variety of industries. So that includes uh, SDSU Mission Valley on their expansion a uh, year, two years ago now. Um, we've helped Palomar Community College kind of revamp their communications department, launched a full enrollment campaign. We bounced and then balanced that with their reputation in the community. So Currently, we're working with a JPI in Oceanside who's working on a transit-oriented project um, near the Crouch Street Sprinter Station. But we do everything from communications to media trainings to um, government relations to even launching new websites. So what are, what are some common misconceptions that people have about government relations and strategic communications? Like, what, where's the disconnect between what people think you do and what you guys really do? Yeah, um, well, there's there's misconceptions on both sides. So on the public relations side of things, they think that that means marketing and selling your services to the public when in reality, instead of those flashy tools, we're really about consistency and strategically helping our clients um, deliver their messages to the public and really identify who they are as a company and, and work to build that reputation that builds clients and builds customer success in, in the long run for them. So, um, and the, the GR side, lobbyists are portrayed in media and pop culture um, as a certain stereotype which I won't get into. I think everybody knows the stereotype. But in reality, you know, our main value that we bring is our ability to really step back and see the whole picture and not be so tunnel vision because we're in it day in and day out. But we have a, a network of experience. We have a network of people and relationships. And um, it's, up, it's up to us to stay up to date on what's going on so that we can in real time 
connect them with the right people to talk to about what their project or their mission um, is trying to achieve. So there, there are some common misconceptions, but we just try to communicate with our clients and help them communicate with confidence, both on the PR side and the GR side um, and who they should be communicating with. I think it's very exciting just to be in the position to influence policy. I mean, that's, that's one of the things I love most about the, the chamber business. And, uh, and it's great to have you as uh, part of our leadership team, because you really understand that, that part of the business. So um, we're, we're glad to have you. Yeah, the amount of city council planning commissions and workshops that I think we all watch, um, especially across the counties, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So in, in Tessa, I, I guess uh, just launched a new PR package. Um, can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So Intessa launched a new package called Seize the Day, and it happened kind of during the COVID pandemic response. And we looked at our business model, which is a very wraparound approach, long-term um, relationships with our clients. And we saw a need for smaller businesses, those hit harder during the pandemic, as well as nonprofits to make a difference with their messaging and their big announcements. And we wanted to meet them where their budgets were. So we announced Seize the Day. And what that is, is offering the first package is called Make a Splash. And that is for a major announcement that a company or organization or nonprofit has. And we help them with their messaging strategy, what their press release is gonna look like. We do communications planning, media training, and then we try to get as much placement and traction as possible. And it's a, it's a short term engagement, it's four weeks and it's a prescribed plan. And then we also have a second Seize the Day package called Ride the Wave, which is a longer engagement. It helps build momentum on the announcement that you had um, in, in what even recommendations on donor relations. And so it just builds upon that. But we're, we're proud of the work we've done so far. And one of our clients, the San Diego Parks Foundation, had an announcement they'd like to make about their new executive director. And we were able to help them really think through what that means, what their organization means, where their organization wants to go, rather than just sending out a press release announcing who their new executive director was. So that was really successful. And um, we helped First United Methodist Church, um, which was our, our first client with Seize the Day, get the word out about a racial justice endowment that they launched to make an impact on improving with people, um, people of color and what their lives look like. And they had a, a lot of funds and they really wanted to make a difference, but they weren't sure how to get the word out. So we helped with that project as well. And, and now we're trying to get the word out in North County that it, it's here, it exists, it's for smaller budgets and short-term engagements, but makes a big difference. Great. So, so you, you've been involved in some really important development decisions around Oceanside and throughout the county. So what are, what are some other areas that you really want to dedicate your time going forward to seeing success? Um, yeah, we've, we've been involved and proud of the partnerships to, to build housing for our region in, in a very challenging time. But I think people might be less familiar with our work with SBCS, formerly known as South Bay Community Services, or even SeaWorld, for example. So we have a lot that we're passionate and proud of, and um, in industries outside of development that people may not be aware of. And for our 
government relations services as a whole, it's really about our relationships. And as we mentioned already, we, we watch so many of those meetings and we're up to date with so much that's happening in our county. We wanna be the conduit to businesses and organizations and what that new initiative means. So we'd love to, I mean, help businesses that are looking to expand their footprint. Who do they need to talk to at the city? How do they, how do they achieve those kind of goals? Or even during um, COVID, Genentech had that great grant program and they gave tons of money to local organizations to help sustain them. Are there other organizations like that that have the funds to make a difference like that and don't know where to allocate them? Intesa helps to connect those dots. It helps to create those lines of communication. And then it also helps to enhance their reputation in the community about them doing really great things. So it's kind of a win-win as a whole. Um, and we can also help different education and government institutions for, you know, Oceanside Unified School District, working with the chamber and their workforce development partnerships. How can they further that? How could they even expand upon teaching in the classroom their civics courses about what's really going on in Oceanside in, the, in civics and in, in local government to help students understand real time what they're learning um, or even in you know the sustainability sector with organics programs rolling out what does that community outreach look like and what are those contract negotiations look like how do you get the word out about what you're doing and so that's that's what we would love to expand upon in North County especially and and help people make make those connections and achieve the results they're looking for. Those are some amazing goals. So Haley, um, March is International Women's Month. Um, tell us what it means to be a, a young female leader in our community. Um, I would describe it with honor and gratitude. I was raised by a father who never made me feel like I couldn't do something because I was female and I wanted to be a lot like him, but I was also raised by a sister who um, showed me how to be proud and be a female leader even as a child and be really, be really proud of taking steps forward in my life that while other people may look down upon me or may make me feel less than to never let that get to me. And to be considered for something like a chair of a chamber is, is a true honor. And I think there's women that paved the way to even make that possible from Marva and Debbie to Colleen. There's some really incredible women, strong leaders that I have always had the pleasure of looking up to and watching. Um, and being in the world of politics, it's very dominated by males and is historically dominated by males. So I've been called sweetie probably more times than I'd like to admit, but um, it just makes me that much more motivated to really make a difference, especially as a female. And Intessa is, all, both of our partners are female, our firm is all female, and I'm just grateful for the mentors and the tribe that I do. So we, not to say that we keep perfect historical records here at the chamber, but I have been here for 25 years and I can tell you that you are the youngest person to chair our board in the 25 years that I've been here. And looking at the old pictures that used to be on our wall in the conference room, I don't remember seeing anybody that was younger than you. So let's just say that you're the youngest person to ever chair our board so far. So that's pretty exciting, isn't it? That's, 
It's incredibly exciting. And I remember sitting in that room with all those black and white photos of males after males after males. <laughs> there, was, there was a few women who I mentioned mixed in there um, at the end, but it was like, it, it was intimidating. So I'm really proud to have this role and I couldn't, I couldn't do it by myself. That's for sure. Yeah. So, you know, while we're on the theme of, of youth, um, you helped start the, um, the Oceanside Young Professionals group and uh, it's, uh, it's taken off nicely over the last few years. What, what advice would you give to young professionals out there? That was really fun to start, by the way. You're working with your team and getting that going was really cool. And, and the success that it's built and the team and the committee that we've formed has been awesome. But I would say, um, first and foremost, find your tribe, find people that really believe in you, that champion you, that you can go to for advice or questions, um, or that also celebrate your successes. I have an incredible group of friends and family that is a lot larger than just a few, So, it, but it's, it's fun to have different ideas and different brains to bounce ideas off of and just be excited for each other. So the second one I would say, champion a cause you really believe in. I um, was, was raised in a little bit of poverty. I was a Boys and Girls Club kid myself and went through some, some trauma and tragedy as a child. And without those mentors um, that I found at the Boys and Girls Club and that I found in, in my community, I wouldn't have had the success and the outcomes that I've had without that as a child. So I really believe in the Boys and Girls Club. I'm a board member there and I think just to find that as a young professional and, and find the skill in volunteering and what it what it gives back to you is really important, both professionally and personally. So then I would say the last thing, as a young professional, it's hard sometimes you doubt yourself. And I would say really believe in your worth, ask for those raises, ask for what your upward mobility is, ask for certification courses, challenge yourself to become somebody that you're proud of too. So Great. No, I think those are those are great, and I love that you mentioned the Boys and Girls Club and that you're so engaged with them. And uh, you know that we we know the chamber in our 125th anniversary, and the Boys and Girls Club are celebrating their 70th anniversary. So you get to really be engaged in a couple of our leading community organizations and really big, uh, meaningful years for us. So that, that's great. Yeah, huge milestones. It's exciting. So I know you're passionate about North County, about Oceanside, but what do you envision for the future of our region and, and of our city specifically? Yeah, I'm incredibly passionate about North County. I, I grew up in a lot of the cities, Encinitas, Carlsbad, San Marcos, but bought a home here in Oceanside and Oceanside is home. It's authentic. It has such genuine people. Um, a lot of younger families, our average age is 37, which Michelle just gave that news at our Emerging Issues Forum. And that, that actually really surprised me, um, but gave me some hope for building our future together with that kind of population. So um, I hope that our future really continues to build on what we've achieved in the past. Our, our restaurant scene, cleaning up some of our public safety issues, the growth we've seen with economic development, I hope that in the future and as we move towards our future, we can be aware of all these wonderful things that have happened that were because of change. So rather than fearing change, maybe embrace it and see, see what we can become when we are taking action to be innovative together, whether it's 
watching what happens at NCTD's transit station with that huge new development or looking at innovations in technology, access to technology. I think that there's, there's a lot that can be done if we celebrate change and look towards the future. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and you know, it has been a very challenging year that we've all been going through together. Um, but you know, you mentioned change and it's really caused us to change the way we do things and the, the way we look at, at the future. So do you have any special priorities as the chair of the chamber, you know, where you wanna go this year and what you see for, for our future? Oh, there's a lot, but I think we touched on it briefly. The chamber's celebrating their 125th year. So let's celebrate where, where we've come from, but let's really look forward and see what we can achieve, what our priorities are going to be. And we're doing a five-year strategic planning workshop with the board. And I think that will be huge for our membership to make sure that we're adding value. I think one of my main priorities is to make sure that we are adding value. We we take up people's time through, you know, networking or advocacy, and, and it should be worth their time. And I think that the chamber has done an incredible job in being innovative with new ways to do things when networking and events and so many things have, have had to just be canceled or shut down and to grow and see the chamber grow in advocacy, to see the chamber grow in workforce development, which we talked about already. Um, how do we support our military and the changes that are coming to Camp Pendleton with, with more Marines ultimately coming? And, uh, and our young professionals, like you mentioned, they're, they're going to need upskilling. We're gonna have a lot of people in our community who may have lost their jobs and need to, need to relearn how to find work, how to, how to reskill themselves, how to upskill themselves, how to utilize resources like our community colleges or Cal State San Marcos. And I think having a priority as a board chair and you know, in partnership with you, Scott, who you've done an incredible job figuring out how to connect those dots and make sure that we're successful. And again, adding value to our members. I think that's, that's where I'd like to continue to focus. Great. And yeah, we do have a lot of work ahead of us, but it's very, very rewarding work. And it's um, just exciting to be able to advocate for our business community in, in a way that we do. So, um, so just really uh, getting back to, uh, to Intessa, just, just to wrap things up, um, so you guys do great work. For people that want to learn more about what you do and connect with you, how, how can they reach you? We're on all the social media platforms, but you could um, go to intessacom.com is our website. We also are on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. My boss, Maddie, is loves Twitter. <laughs> She's always on it. Um, and we stay up to date with a lot of blog posts, latest news, uh, celebration of clients, what's happening in our communities, and would love to be in touch. Or you could always email me, Haley at intessacom.com. Great. Well, Haley, thank you for joining us today. It was a pleasure talking with you and we appreciate you just sharing this time with our listeners. Yeah, I appreciate the invitation and thanks for your time. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Advancing Oceanside podcast brought to you by the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce. Continue with us on our journey to help inform, better educate, and ultimately advocate for Oceanside. You can view all of our other podcasts on any podcast listening locations, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or visit our YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe to catch all the latest updates on all things Oceanside.
Join us next week as we host another influential leader from our community.